0: Excited that you are here with us, Aaron. Always good to see you,
1: man. It has been a uh, good couple days. I've had a lot of cool stuff going on that I'm excited about. So uh, it's not that great to see you, but you know, besides everything else is awesome. I'm kidding. I love you, brother.
0: Yeah, I love you too. Uh, I, the general public should know though. Before we even get into the introductions, I think it was hilarious what you said um, a little while ago. We were pondering ideas of podcasts we should have, and I threw out the idea of a blind taste test. I bring in some things <laughs> for you to try. Um, and then I, then we have someone who loves me actually uh, bring in food for me to try because I I would not want you to do that yeah um, for me. And uh, you you made a funny remark that I think is yeah hilarious yeah
1: it was uh, that would never happen. I um, this was I, really a good idea. I, I trust you with my life and my finances. I do not trust you to feed me <laughs> any sort of food because uh, it would be. I said especially if I don't get a reciprocate, like I would be having Durango or order that and sausage straight from France, oh, uh, you know, it. and it's just like, here's the thing. It's, it, this actually goes along well with what we're going to talk about is like competitive natures. Sure. And like, I'm going to try to outdo you. And then we end up both just eating a bunch of really nasty shit, which <laughs> I'm not cool with. So let, I think we're going to scrap
0: that idea. I think so too. I think that's a great idea to not use my great idea. Well, hey, thanks again so much for tuning in. We are so glad you're here. Make sure that you like and subscribe. Uh, and we are going to talk today about competitive natures, the importance of it, the, um, the need for it, the obstacles with it as well. Um, yeah. as, a, as a high function sales team, any business that has a high function sales team, a competitive nature is important. And we know that that's one of our uh, core values here, making sure that we've got a um, competitive winning spirit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so let's, uh, let's jam on that for a little bit here today. All right. So first things first, um, and this has nothing to do with competition or anything along those lines, but um, of the two of us who can, um, I was going to like make up something funny, like who can bench more, but we already know the answer to that question. So I don't want to bring it up. It is Aaron. I don't even need to, I don't, it's Aaron for like two more weeks. I'm just saying I've been hitting it pretty hard. (laughs) Uh, uh, but no, what, for you, what do you think? Um, what do you what do you like about a competitive nature in, in someone? Let's start there. In someone or myself? Uh, sure. Let's let's start with yourself. Um, it
1: drives me to
0: succeed.
1: Everything that I've always done. Okay, so we know that I worked for my family's business for sixteen years. I yep. was in sales there, and they had sales competitions and. I wanted to win. I don't give a crap what the prize was. Like I just wanted to win. I wanna win at everything. And I, uh, it could be like $25 gift card to Chick-fil-A. And I would sell so much. It'd make like eight grand for the week because I right. wanted to win a Chick-fil-A. A $25 yeah. Chick-fil-A card. Uh, you know, so that competitive drive made me so much money because I always wanted to win. Um, so I, I think it's in a, in a, in a healthy way. Um, I think it's very important if you're in like a sales position or a sales job, because that's what drives you. Healthy competition, uh, is extremely paramount in, in a, in a sales position.
0: Yeah. I, I, I think you're exactly right. And we'll probably need to split this off into two conversations that we'll have here today, because I think that there's a competitive uh, side of things, and then there's a motivational side of things, and and you can be competitive, but unable to motivate yourself to be competitive, and it's not going to help you succeed. And so we'll need to tap into into that as well. But um, like you, I'm I'm pretty competitive in a lot of ways. Um, I hate to lose. Um, I I hate. To lose. <laughs> I I learned a while ago that um, if. I'll try anything once, yeah. for the most part. N-
1: not, not to make this a competition, but I hate
0: to lose more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, <clears throat> we do joke about that a lot. Uh, we also hate to lose to each other, probably more than anything. And uh, I, I do love the, you know, when we do play games and stuff like that, um, there's definitely, I, I think it's healthy competition. I do. But we, we hate to lose to each other. Yeah, we dig it in a little hard.
1: You know, I knew that we were going to be talking about this. <laughs> So I I brought something with me.
0: Oh, my gosh. All right, good. Yeah, come clean to the public.
1: Um, I shouldn't have told you this last week. I should have saved it for the podcast. (laughs) Uh, But we had a a group event, right? And I don't know. I don't know if I... Yeah, I think I've told you the entire story. But we had a a
0: group company event. Real quick. Yeah, go ahead. And real quick, though. But I want to say, when we hate to lose each other, I mean, like, I don't... I've noticed the looks on people's faces when you and I compete at something. And we both know that like in five minutes, we're going to be good. Right. Yeah. yeah. But if I lose to you at something, you lose to me at something, we kind of need five minutes of separation. I Am I right? (laughs) Yeah. I think Durango, I'm going to see if I can find
1: it. I got a picture. I beat him like, uh, uh, five games in a row at pool. And like, he collapsed onto the floor and was laying there. It looked like a chalk (laughs) outline guy. So I think I got that picture. I'll see if I can find it. Um, but no, We we went to the entire company, or uh, the sales team at least. Um, It
0: was a sales contest. Speaking of competition, it was a sales contest, right? It was a
1: sales contest. I think OC or ABC or both sponsored it, and we went to these really quick indoor racing go-karts. And there was three races, um, something you do first, I think, just a practice like run. Just to get
0: used to the car. Yeah, there's
1: the a track. practice run, and then there's, like, a pole position, and then there's the championship race. And there's technically six because there were so many people that in the pole positions, they had to split up the, the fastest six and then the slowest six so that there was two championship brackets. Correct. right? Right? Well, group A and Group B. Yeah. So we're in there, and Adam – uh, shock, the ABC rep, I think he's been there before. So he knew some secrets, some tricks and trades, right? Is that, is that where you learn these tricks and trades? I'm about to talk about. It is. Okay. Taught me. So, uh, we do the first race. I don't know what these guys have done. He can maybe expand on this. Uh, but we do the first race and sorry, I have this new huge mustache. Uh, I was growing out my beard and then every Christmas I, uh, I shave it down to a stupid mustache for, uh, embarrassment reasons for my kids because I don't like it (laughs) and now I have this giant mustache that I need to shave I thought
0: you were gonna get it trimmed at the barbershop today
1: yeah I didn't think about it so (laughs) anyway back to my story um I go to the first round and I think I got um like fourth out of everybody in our circuit third or fourth
0: Uh, We were going fast and trying, but I I do feel like that everyone was really trying to figure out the carts and everything.
1: Yeah. Amazingly, amazingly Adam shock got first place. I do believe in that first one.
0: I am just now putting this together. You are right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Shocker. Shocker.
1: Uh, So the second round I hear Adam and Adam shock over there. Talk about some stuff. And I'm like, listening in come to find out there's a tip bucket <laughs> it's a tip bucket it's a, they, actually it's called the bribe bucket i think tip is right bribe it said bribe <laughs> so it was called the bribe bucket and i had found out that they were dropping 20s in there for these guys to give them the fastest car crank a little juice up on them or however it
0: works so you can it, and these tips these were not bribes these were tips yeah. Um, for the young men that were working hard to service our group and, and ensure that we had an enjoyable time. Um, if, and how these tips work is, yeah, you could, you could, you're, you're undermining like, oh, your own
1: excuse right now.
0: You I wish my cart. Went, well, is- I just want to make sure that everyone really understands how this works. Okay. Uh, you know, you could, Oh man, here's a tip. By the way, I wish my cart went faster or Hey, here's a tip by the way, make sure his cart goes the slowest. Like you can do different things and say different things as you're giving these tips. Just so you know. So it's not just about making your cart the fastest.
1: Right. So I hear them and uh, I'm like, well, I'm not going to, you know, get thrown under the bus here, (laughs) you know, but I'm following their lead for clarification. Right. Uh, So I go over there and I drop a 20 in the bucket with them. So they got three 20s from us and we go through (laughs) and we do the second round. And lo and behold, I will tell you, like, I hit every corner right. I was breaking at the right times. I was, things. Like, I was driving really good. Um, we still, I think, got first, second, and third place. Did. I think without that in a, in, a, in a clear everybody on the same level playing field, I, I still would have got first, second, or third place. Yeah.
0: Like We were banging no, out. We, Yeah, we really were. Uh, so anyway. There was some guys in our group that have never driven, evidently. There were some guys that um, had... Uh, weight distribution issues. <laughs> so
1: so anyway, uh, <laughs> we go through, we get first, second, and third place. So we're in pole position, first, second, and third. Um, I believe I was in first on this one.
0: Are we talking number one? or, no, or This I'm is sorry. on number two.
1: Race two. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, number two. Uh, so I was in first or second. So I'm going over there and I hate losing. And, and you know why I hate losing?
0: You to- were so mad that whole day. Back to my original point. I shouldn't say the whole day, but like, you wouldn't talk to me. Well, here's the
1: problem. If Adam loses, he gets real quiet and a little, maybe he falls down on the floor like I said, like hopefully I can find that picture. If he wins, he's the loudest dude on the planet and he pulls up his phone and plays DJ Khaled. All I do is win while he runs around yelling That's in a your fact.
0: face. I have it saved on my phone.
1: So who in the world would enjoy <laughs> losing to you? nobody it's all for fun nobody games. for you so <laughs> anyway that's what i got to deal with if i lose in go karts then that's what i got to deal with so we play the or not, we we run the third race which and we is we have some
0: footage of this that we can put on here
1: yeah which is the championship race and adam comes up to me and he was like are you bribing him And I was like, huh? He's like, did you give them another 20? And I said, I swear to you, I did not give them another 20.
0: This is also pause. Yeah. Where I have learned so much about making sure to be articulate in communication, about making sure to identify all um, rules, regulations, and so on, because of your mentality. Yeah.
1: Go yeah. on, please. So he goes. All right. I said you promise you're not giving them a twenty. I said no, I promise. Let's go race. Because
0: I was gonna, I was gonna tip forty.
1: Right. Not and bribe, not bribe, tip. And so we go and race. You know, I hadn't given them twenty dollars on this round. Um, we went through. We raced. I won first place you one second or shock? No, shock shock one second yeah, shock you one got second. third bronze yep i did and uh so i got my my award his right? first place trophy my first place trophy so i got that in my office so he can look at it every time he comes in to talk to me and know that i am a better Bigger driver than him, better oh. driver than him oh and so this was maybe six months ago well i've been sitting here laughing Addie, every time for six months. Every, every time I walk, this is what you don't know. Every time I walk into your office and I see your bronze statue, because you know, I giggle to myself. You know, you didn't know. No, because you so, know what would happen. We're as, going back. As a Christmas gift, as a Christmas gift, I decided. Was
0: that the Christmas present?
1: <laughs> as a Christmas gift, I decided to come clean to Adam. I was not gonna listen to DJ Khaled. Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> you were so grumpy. Yeah, I was bad. To me.
1: Well, until the until it was over. And then after after let's be fair, after I won, oh, yeah, you, you, you were, were grumpy. You
0: were all smiling. You and
1: wouldn't even talk.
0: Well, when you know you should win because you're the best driver, and then some guy Oh
1: I've been driving since I was six months old. Oh. So anyway, back to the story, guys. Sorry, get off track here. So I said, I recorded a video and I send it to him, telling him the truth about that day. And what happened is that we had lunch in between the second and the third round. And we were back here eating lunch in the like this little area. And I ran up and there was two young gentlemen working. And I said, look, I, did, I said, here's $70. <laughs> it's all the cash I got left on me. I said, take this, make sure I win no matter what, and put the bribe bucket under the desk so it's gone now. (laughs) I mean, tip. (laughs) Uh, So put the the bribe bucket under the desk. It's gone now. Cool, cool, cool. And they do it all. So they've made probably a couple hundred bucks between everybody at this point. They got a $70 one on top. It's the final race. They come out. We go... (laughs)
0: It's not that funny. We go, this is
1: pathetic, we go, Actually, we go. We start racing, and I'm starting out in first or second place, and I'm, I mean, I'm killing it. But there's wrecks all the time. Oh,
0: the people behind us were and, crashing and into So each the people other. behind
1: it, was... when they, they they stop everything when there's wrecks, and everybody's all, and maybe somebody zooms by you for a second because their cart, you know, maybe you're on a turn and they had a little more momentum or something. I don't know how it happened, but every time they cranked the cars back on, mine went on about a. One second before the other people, so Dude, I'd be like, "It Bruh.
0: was like three seconds." And I
1: was like, "You don't, you don't even know." I just told you this like three <laughs> days ago. I remember, yeah. Vividly. Uh, all of a sudden, you remember. So I would shoot up right past them, and then we'd be going again. And we did this, and I won first place for a twelve-minute race. And I was dying laughing uh, inside. I didn't say anything. I was. Uh, I did talk a little. I may have played DJ Khaled. All I do is win. Um, and then we went out and there's a trophy ceremony and I got to stand on the top one. I got to use Adam as an armrest because he was down here on the third place podium. And this whole time he thought it was a fair race because I said, no, I did not tip them
0: $20 because I did. I tipped him 70. So we're going back. (laughs) We're going to have the same level opportunity. I'm going to hire a freaking IRL official to come and watch over this race, and we are going to see who's faster. But I want Shock to be there, too, because he thinks he's something fast, but I don't think he is.
1: No, he was the first tipper. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and people remember that. Yeah, he was the first tipper, and he also has been there before, which neither one of us had. Yeah, Um, he walks in, he's got like a secret handshake with those guys and stuff. Yeah, dude,
1: he pulled out a bag with his own gloves in it. Yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, that's speaking of competitive natures. uh, Here's another story just on my competitive nature. Um, We went out to a Pacer game uh, suite with some of the winners from our sales contest and one of the guys was having a couple drinks. He may have oh, got yeah. a little loosey goosey. Um, and I was like, hey, man, we got to be at work at, you know, 8 a.m., chill out. He's like, I'll be at work before you're at work. And I was like, you want to bet on that? Yeah,
0: you gave him an opportunity.
1: Yeah, I did. I said, listen, I'll do anything to win a bet. Are you sure you want to do this? He's like, $100. said, okay. All right, Joe, shake on it. Next day. I get up at 4 a.m.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I shower. I get ready. I come in. I get here around 5 o'clock. You know, 5.30 actually, I think, is what it was. Something like that. And at the time, our ops manager got in around the same time. I about gave her a heart attack. Oh, yeah, because it was dark. That. She did not flip the lights on. She just started working. Mm-hmm. And then I come walking through. And, like, she jumped out out of her chair just like what the hell are you doing here at 5 30 i was like joe said he'd beat me here and so like we normally get in around eight o'clock 8 30. uh so i went in and grabbed the closest clock and i took a picture of the empty sales den in the dark office and i sent it out to the group chat and just let him know that he owed me a hundred
0: dollars then you went back home and went to bed i think no you? i stayed here didn't yeah
1: yeah yeah I'll,
0: i've learned to not i was a frivolous bets with you i, I will, was i will not bet you that you won't do or try something yeah. That that is one hundred percent. Now if there's if there's some skill or talent or something involved, you and I you and I like to Yeah wager a little.
1: But yeah, I'll do anything to almost anything to, to win a bet. I will not drink curdled milk. That's disgusting. Ooh. Ooh. But other than that.
0: Um, um so this competitive nature, how do you how do you um how do you think that transcribes into into how we operate today?
1: Oh man, I think it's uh, a big part of it you know i, I ever since the beginning i everybody was like hey when did you decide to you know grow and do these things and like uh like it was never really even a question um like i was just like hey i want to do this i want to get better i want to be bigger i want to do things nicer like um i, I want to have like for instance it's, you know the catch-alls and the equipters and the things that we use to make our job sites look nicer. And you know, all of this stuff, like I, it wasn't even a question for me. Like I just wanted to do it. I wanted to have the best and and the best of everything and be the best at everything. And it's just, it could kind of, it was never a decision. It was just something that my nature decided yeah. to go through and do. Um, and, and I think it comes over really well. And if you can get guys that have that same competitive nature or girls that have that same competitive nature, uh, I, I mean, I think it'll do really well for any sales organization because people want to be those, those type of people will do whatever it takes. Like if I have to stay up, you know, calling people or doing whatever until midnight, like I'll do it, whatever I got to do to win that $50 gift card or what, you know, whatever right. it is. Like, obviously we do stuff that's better than the $50 gift cards, but uh, you know, whatever it is just to win, it's not about the prize itself. Um, it's just about the desire to, to win and be at first place. And I I think that's always going to shine, shine through and people to have that nature to the businesses or sales or whatever
0: it is. Yeah. And I think, you know, the important aspect of that is, um, number one, it's making sure that, you know, go back to the hiring side of things and the importance of hiring and firing based on culture. And, you know, for us, that competitive nature is something that's important to us, um, Couple that with good incentive and reward programs mm-hmm. um, can really help set the team on fire, and and that's something that you know the, the go kart trip that we took um, was was an example of that as some um, yeah uh, incentive trip. I couldn't think of the word there for a second. Yeah, um, but we we do once a month. We've got something running.
1: Yeah, typical. Yeah, tip some sort of contest or that we do some cool quarterly stuff. I think I don't even know if we've announced it yet, but we got another pacer suite. Yep. um, for a, in April or something, I believe. Um, but yeah, I mean, so on your side, how has, cause I know you're, you're competitive in nature too. How has that kind of worked with you doing? Cause you weren't just in sales either. You were in yeah. a lot of leadership and a lot of different positions. So how's that worked in those different positions that aren't sales?
0: Yeah. So I'm, I am competitive against others, but for some reason I'm more competitive against myself. Um, meaning I I always want to try to outdo myself because I, um, I, this is kind of just like self recognition that because of my competitive nature, I actually can get in a bad mood. Um, uh, if I lose it, really, things. and so I've, I've got to be careful with that. You know, I can, I can think of times. I can't think um, of any
1: times that you were upset yeah, about
0: losing. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but I, you know, playing cornhole in the neighborhood or whatever, like just taking it way too serious, right. you know, and yelling at my neighbors for cheating and stuff like that. Suplexing your kids in the side yard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I realized like, okay, I got to chill out on that, but I've got a competitive nature. And, and what I also don't want to do is, um, I don't want to compare myself unrealistically to somebody else and that's yeah. you know in competition that's something that you've got to be careful of so I've, I've kind of looked at things like how do I compete against myself so you know one thing that you and I both enjoy is going to the gym yeah um, and we work out from time to time together not not all the time but um, you know I don't I don't try to compete with you on hey who can lift more who can go longer or whatever yeah. that's not what it is for me yeah I'd because be you know our frames are different and it's just that's not important to me now pushing myself and and eating my best and, in that, those sorts of things. And that's where I get into that difference of making sure that you can motivate, not just have a competitive nature, yeah. um, but motivate yourself to, to accomplishment, I think is incredibly key as well.
1: I think I, I agree with that. Cause it's, it's the same way. Like when we go to the gym, it's two totally different things. And I mean, we're there a lot at the same time and yeah. don't even do anything together and say hi or high five when we right. walk by. But um, you know, for me, it's the same thing. It's myself. Like, I use a lot of machines because I, I do work out by myself. Uh, so it's like, can I get one more pin down? Yeah. You know, can I do one more here today? Can I do one more rep? Can I do one more set? Um, and so that, I guess that helps on that end. Cause like when I did the, the 75 hard deal, like I, it was a competition against myself right. where I was like, I wanted to do better and better and better and make sure I'm working hard and, and doing everything to the
0: complete extreme. So, um, I also think, you know, just from a leadership perspective, if you can can if you can get others to see the value of com- competing with others, yes, but yeah. also m- and more so competing with themselves, the better off you'll be. Because what happens is, you know, and, and we see this in some of the incentives that we do where, um, you know, if it's on sales volume or, or uh, upgrades for the month or whatever the case is, you know. Typically, a quarter of the way into the contest, people already make it up in their mind on whether or not I can win or lose this contest. Right. And well, so-and-so, he's always been the best at selling upgrades, so I can't beat him, so now I don't Now I don't try to compete. And that's dangerous. Yeah. Um, because that leaves you completely out of competition. Now, you might not win against all your peers in, in that category, but how are you motivating yourself to go beyond and and to push? And you know what, maybe so-and-so is the best at selling upgrades and they've always sold more than everyone else. But if you used to only sell five upgrades a month, can you do six this month? Can you do seven this month and just beat that personal best and that personal record? And I think taking time to think of things that way, um, just kind of helps that competitive nature versus, you know, if you're, if I'm playing one-on-one versus Michael Jordan or something like that, like, no, I'm not going to win that competition. And it's going to feel demoralizing, but how can I, how can I have some victory even in that sort of competition? Does that I, make sense? I don't think I'd be demoralized if Jordan dunked all over me. I don't, I don't either. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, no, that all that makes sense. I'm just joking. But, um, so what do you think the, the
0: pitfalls
1: to having somebody or yourself even having that
0: competitive nature. I think it's some of what, what I was kind of just alluding to there. So for me, um, you know, I've, I've got to be careful in, in where I compete, um, because I know that I can get frustrated at things. Um, and so, um, you know, if I, if I know that I'm going to lose at something, it's not that, you know, and I'm sure we're going to get all kinds of comments and stuff and that's cool. Um, keep the comments coming. Um, I don't I don't necessarily believe in giving up but at, at a certain point in time too you've got to recognize like where do you need to compete? And so if I always lose at pool against you you and I don't play pool quite as much as we used to, right? Cuz yeah. I don't want to lose. You know what I mean? You know
1: what this conversation's reminded me of and I know it's kind of like outside of the movie but in uh one of the meet the parents when he gets into the the volleyball oh, uh, the yeah, competition yeah, yeah. in the water yep. and they're like like so happy that they're beating him. And finally he decides to be competitive, spikes it, spikes the it breaks the, the bride's nose. Yeah. It's just a game fucker. Calm down. <laughs> uh, that's exactly. like I don't know. I don't know why that popped into my head. Uh, but when you were talking about like when to be competitive, I was like, Oh my gosh, that's what that reminds me of. So yeah, I mean, there's times um, to be, I, I think uh, the same exact levels. You like a, hey, sometimes maybe you need to chill out, but I think more often than not, it, it is a positive thing. So if you're hiring Uh, a sales team or uh, let's go uh, employees in general. Like, would you want somebody with a competitive nature over somebody that's just kind of,
0: I think you, you have to have that competitive nature. And again, where are they placing the competition? Because there's, I've also worked with people that they're super competitive and they win and they're just jerks and you don't really want them on the team, even though they're producing well, it's like, uh, Hey, I, I, I appreciate you winning, but how you're winning is not, is not fun to be around. I I think, trust me, those are hard decisions to have. But I think that those kinds of decisions are are also things that are super key and important.
1: No, I agree, and it's a a a good sales rep can't um, outdo a cancerous sales rep, like from the same side. Like, like it doesn't matter how good you are if you're cancerous to the rest of the organization, you're not outselling the rest of the organization, or probably not. Um, depending on how large the organization is, um, it's just not worth it. Yeah, and right. I've I've seen that a lot over
0: over the years too. Agree completely. So yeah, I think you got to watch out for that. You know, I think I think another pitfall is from a from an individual perspective is you got to be careful to protect your self confidence because you're also not going to win at everything all the time. And yeah. So um, you know, we we joke about getting frustrated and, and mad about losing and everything, but at the same time, like. How are you protecting your confidence, especially when, let's say you're in a sales role and, and you've missed your goals one month, two months, maybe three months in a row. Um, how do you protect that confidence to be able to pick yourself back up and, and go again? Like you've got to make sure that you've got that level, go back to motivation. Yeah. Um, because otherwise you're just going to fizzle. You're going to feel depressed. You're going to feel yeah. um, like a loser. And then and, and, and that's a downward cycle. Uh, you know, you start
1: getting in your head and then you're like, what am I doing wrong? But it's typically just the aura that you're putting off. You know that you're in a funk, even though you're saying the same thing. So, you know, smile, get through it. But like, they're going to know if, if you're, if you're putting that out there. So yeah.
0: there was a guy I used to talk to, you know, it, it, when, when talking about this, I think like you got to fake it till you make it kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there was a guy that I used to listen to, loved him to death. I uh, passed away here in the last couple of years. Um, his name is Ed Foreman. Um, only person ever elected to Congress in two different States, um, was the, uh, founder of the successful life program, which, uh, was something that I was heavily involved in and and learning a lot under his mentorship. And, uh, he would always talk about, you know, sometimes you just got to fake it till you make it. And, and, you know, sometimes people come on, that's not being authentic. That's not being real or whatever kind of challenge it from that point in time. And, and, uh, he, he was a Southern guy from Oklahoma yeah, in Texas. And, um, he'd be like, I'd, I'd tend to one rather be around somebody that's faking being happy than a sincere sore head any day of the week. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just in that Southern accent. And, but yeah. I think that it's true. Like sometimes, yeah, you gotta, you gotta find a way to, to motivate and push yourself past that frustration.
1: I would, I like that saying, by the way. And I actually like when you say it too in the exit. So <laughs> that's cool. No, I, I completely agree with you, man. And, uh, uh, that is one of the things that being in sales, you know, pretty much my entire adult life, uh, I've had to do from time to time. Everybody deals with it, especially when you have a competitive nature and you have off month and then you feel like that, you feel like you got to get this. I got to get this. I got to get this. Um, because that, that competitive nature is kicking in, um, you can tend to push yourself, you know, down that hole a little harder than you normally would. But I think if, if you recognize that it's there and you, you realize that the biggest thing is smile, Mm -hmm. smile, talk, make conversations, you know, connect on a personal level. And and I've always been able to work through it.
0: Yeah. Again, I I think that that's hugely important. and, And again, something that Ed would say, he, he, he was a fun guy to listen to and and to talk and he had some great ideas and and philosophies. And again, very, very important to um, just control your physical self because that can go into your, uh, into your inner self. And, uh, you know, if you're smiling physically, it begins to get hard to be down or depressed or frustrated. Yeah. Um, and you know he would always he would always kind of joking like all right next time next, he'd be talking to like a room full of thousand people he he was like the original Tony Robbins back in the day this okay guy, this guy's phenomenal and and um, he'd be like all right now the next time that you get depressed what I want you to do is I want you to sit down in your chair I'm gonna try to do this with this with this headphone and everything in but I want you to sit there for just a second and think about it put a smile on your face and jump up and say I'm depressed. <laughs> And he'd, he'd laugh like this, and uh, just a just a hilarious guy. That, I, I hope there's people that that have heard of Ed Foreman and, and put some things in the comment here, but, uh, it's true though. Like when you take control of your, of your physical self and your physical demeanor, that can begin to shift because again, go back to what we talked about a lot, whatever you focus on, you get a lot more of. And so if you focus on being confident, if you focus on, on winning and and being happy, it'll find you, it'll find you. Yeah.
1: It's amazing. You know, it's kind of leading down a different subject. Um, but it's amazing how powerful the brain is when you get into stuff like that, whatever you're thinking about, um, when I've made major life changes, um, you know, that, that scared me to death. And then one night I just decided, Hey, I can do this It's the right move. I woke up happier than I'd ever been the next day, you know, and it's just literally the power of the brain where you're putting your energy into. And then all of a sudden it starts to become the reality that you're living in. So
0: yeah, 100%. Um, so when it comes to the competitive side of things and the motivation side of things, where do you, this is cut that part out, Durango. For those of you listening and not watching, you're scratching the table, by the way. He's, he's shuffling this, this bought trophy. We'll get around. it re lacquered All I did was tip the guy. Yeah.
1: I just gave him a tip. You heard it, right? I just tipped the guy. This is dumb. Just the tip. All right.
0: yeah write that down <laughs> 33 20 <laughs> so there we there we have it uh, there we have it the the importance of of competition you know one of the other things that Aaron and I enjoy doing again we we, um, we love to compete we love to compete with one another we hate to lose to one another I don't really lose so it's not a big deal for me that guy loses all the time anyways. Um, you just gotta, you just gotta pick what you're playing, but, uh, something that Aaron and I have done is, and this actually started off by, uh, by a fluke during, I'll send you some pictures for this story. Um, earlier this year, I don't know where you're going with this yet. So I'm curious. Okay. Uh, It's going to be a good one. Okay. Um, earlier this year when we really, all we had was a couple of the games and we had the, um, the battle putt course, which we used to play on, on the regular but I won so much. Aaron refuses to play. Oh, we've talked about this. People already know you didn't really win that much. Go and ahead. Whatever. Anyways, there was a time that we played, we actually played doubles. Um, me and you, Adam shock again. Uh, thank you, Adam shock. I don't even remember who was on my team. I don't know that it's important either. It might've been like Mark or somebody. I don't really Is know. Is it Paul? Yeah, I think it might it, be Paul. It, it, doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. Um, but we, we were playing, it does matter, but, uh, we were playing going back and forth and, um, we happened to bet. We bet on two games. It was, it was hilarious because you and Adam Shock, who is a great golfer, by the way,
1: amazing golfer. Um, it's like his job to golf in a sense. Yeah. Because like uh, he's it's, a.
0: It's not like it is.
1: It's basically yeah. So he's a uh, Adam Shock is our sales rep for all of our shingles and stuff that we buy from he doesn't the manufacturer house. <laughs> and so like he he puts some orders in and he does a little bit of real work but really his job is to take his clients around golfing and doing go karts and laser tags and stuff. <laughs> and so he does this with a bunch of people and then he's really good at it all. So he's not one of those <laughs> sales reps. That's like, Oh yeah, good job. You almost won. or you won." Like yeah, he doesn't he's like just, win. he's like there to eat your soul. Yeah, so he's, he fits along with us. Well, like yeah. he, he's very competitive as well. He's not letting anybody win. So he's crushing, you know, these drives and, Chipping it on right next to the hole. And anyway, sorry, go ahead.
0: So, yeah, so th- that that's him. But we were playing Battle putt, and um, we decided to bet on the game. All I had. This is the
1: only time I've ever lost. Go
0: ahead. Uh, okay. All I had was I had like $23 in my pocket. Um, somehow the bet worked out where, where, you know, whatever. We bet on the game and, and we won. It was great. It was fantastic. Um, then we played a couple more games. We didn't bet. You guys won. Yeah. And we didn't win before that either. Yeah. Then we bet on another game. So yeah. literally, we, we probably played 10 games, but we only bet on two. And both the games that we won were the ones that we bet on, Yeah. Uh, my partner and I. Um, it just so happened that you and I, of course, were the only ones that were, were exchanging the dollars. Yeah. And you had a nice um, a nice $100 bill. And, and for those who don't know, Aaron's great-grandfather, it's actually nine times. I think it's six. Is it six? Six or seven. It's not seven. We know that. It's six. Then, maybe. Okay. So somewhere along the lines, Aaron's, <laughs> somewhere along the lines, Aaron's great grandfather is Benjamin Franklin, who is on the hundred dollar bill. And so I won this hundred dollar bill. Um, it just so happened that I was on a trip and um, golfing in golfing somewhere. And I was like, Oh, I still have that hundred dollar bill on me. It, it has like a unique pink marker on it. So I started taking pictures of like golfing with, what i affectionately referred to as gg7 so now
1: gg7 Greg grandpa said so i get i'm randomly getting photos from this dude with like him laying up against a putter like him doing all these different
0: things on the golf course while he's i golfing. still have him we'll, we'll put him, we'll put him in. but uh so now we now we we bet that same we got it um encased and everything and we bet yeah. that same
1: i want it back now i have it and now we have another bet that we've already betted on in february um, so we're going to find out who, if I retain GG seven, yep. the official GG seven, he's in case now, Adam
0: body a nice case yep. and, uh, or Adam wins it back. This is, and, and this is going to be fun. We're not going to tell you what we're betting on yet and you guys are gonna have to wait and see, but it's, um, it's big, but it, you know, it's, I would say it's one of the top Things that anyone could do in a, in a bat. We'll find out. We'll find out. We'll find out. So that's our story and we're sticking to it. All right. We're shutting this one
1: down short. Um, I, mean, I, I could sit here for another two hours and tell you stories about me destroying Adam and stuff, but I'm sure you guys probably don't want to hear about that. If you do, just shoot me a message and I'll, I'll, I'll record some videos. We've and,
0: also made the executive decision that anytime Aaron and I play against each other effective immediately, we will be recording. Uh, <laughs> <a> <laughs> that'll never that'll happen
1: because we, we are competing all the time. Yeah. So we'll never, we'll never get everything recorded, but,
0: um, wow, this has been a fun conversation though, you know, and, it, and again, it just, it goes back to, you know, back to the root when we want everyone to have takeaways whenever we have discussions, even when it's on the, the fun side of things, but um, having a competitive nature is a good thing and it's, I, an, and it's an important thing. I agree too. just manage it appropriately. Managing it appropriately is key. Hey, make sure that you like and subscribe. Thank you so much for coming back week after week and, <laughs> and podcast after podcast. We're having a lot of fun doing this. Um, put in the comments what you'd like to hear us talk about, or Hey, I'll tell you what, put in the comments, what you would like to see Aaron and I competing each other against. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll see if we can make that happen too.
1: Yeah, doubt for that. Or anybody that you'd like to come on um, and cover. I think we got some cool guests. We we wanted to do the we wanted to do the first few ourselves um, and just kind of get some stuff out there. But we got a lot of people that some that have reached out to us and some that uh, some that we're really close with. Um, But we got some people that offer a lot of really good insight in specific fields coming up. Um, that are going to be guests on the show. But if there's anybody in particular that you think would be cool to come on to talk about stuff that would be educational for the viewers, um, that also can joke around and have a good time, um, we, we like to obviously have fun on here. Uh, so it's put it of point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> put it in the comments too, and, and we'll look at that.
0: Yeah, awesome. Till we meet again, thank you so much. And remember, if at first you don't succeed, give up, and try something else. No.